Prices Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Adventures, a more relaxed pace, leisure activities, the feeling of freedom that sun-filled evenings can bring. Yeah, I am talking about summer. Or the ideal of it, at least. And let's face it, the transition from summer to the more rigid fall and the eventual winter, that can be a bit bumpy. So as we head into Labor Day, the unofficial end of summer, we want to take a moment to reflect on some highlights from the time when Chicago comes to life. And we also want to hear from you. What was the best part of your summer? Was it a big trip? Did you go on beach dates? Did you go to a concert? Was it a really beautiful bike ride? Call us at 866-915-WBEZ. Again, that is 866-915-WBEZ. We have a wonderful panel here with us in studio to talk about their highlights. I literally cannot wait. David Shaper has written about the airline industry for years for NPR, and he took the summer to travel, but not for work, for himself. Mm -hmm. He joins us now. Hey, David. Thanks for having me, Sasha. Jenny LaFleur, a.k.a. Mama Fresh, is a parent blogger. Welcome back, Jenny. Thank you so much. Thanks. feel like I haven't seen you in forever? I feel like I haven't seen you all (laughs) summer. That's right. There it is. Let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. Cassie Walker-Burke is here, WBEZ editor and creator of the WBEZ Summer Guide. Hey, Cassie. Hello. Thanks for having me. So, folks, there can be a lot of uh, pressure to have a great summer. I feel like we only have the two, three months Uh, So before we head into highlights, I'm curious how you manage those expectations to begin with. You first, David. Um, Well, you know, uh, I I haven't really had a full summer in probably since I was in college, you know, and and even those summers I had to work. So um, my wife's a Chicago public school teacher, so it is a limited amount of time. And, yeah, expectations are kind of high because, all right, we've got to, you know, especially when I only have a week or two off in Mm -hmm. the summer, we got to manage that right planet right and you know a lot of it was just visiting family and and that sort of thing but uh yeah so you know what we did is we we planned an elaborate uh summer but we also left time to just wing it on on certain days too and we'll dig into your your travel adventures in a bit but i'm curious how you manage expectations jenny you've got the little ones too so you got to make sure everybody has a good time I do not manage expectation. <laughs> I am the Chicagoan that soon as it hits 74 degrees, I am only eating outside. I am trying to hit as many festivals as possible. And nine out of, times out of 10, if you've invited me somewhere this summer, I've shown up because I know these days are limited. And summertime shy just gives a frenzy mm-hmm. inside of my body that <laughs> I have to just get out and explore. Cassie, you're nodding. <laughs> You agree? I totally agree. I kept thinking this summer that I was going to have my kids sit down and we were going to make a bucket list and we were going to come up with the things that they wanted to do. And then I was like, that's too expensive. So we're just going to do spot opportunity. <laughs> like, oh, no, not that. Yeah, we can't go to Six Flags, but we can do. Let's so, find an alternative. Exactly. So we just went with like, what is something fun we can do today? And that was our guiding light. So, David, you you travel for work for a bunch, as we mentioned, but you put your career on pause. You took this opportunity to travel with your wife, who is a a CPS teacher. Right. Is that right? Yeah. So what does it mean to be able to travel on your terms? Please tell me. This this was what this summer was all about, because I'm a Chicago born and bred kid, you know, and, and all of my vacations throughout my life have been pretty much limited to the Midwest. Yeah. When I started working for NPR 21 years ago, I started seeing 
a lot of places, but, you know, like my first trip to New Orleans was uh, after Katrina. My first trip to the Mississippi Gulf uh, Coast was uh, when it was devastated from Katrina. Uh, I only saw wine country in California when it was on fire. Oh, my you know? goodness. I mean, yeah. I, and I got tired of kind of seeing this great, beautiful country in, in that way. So All through reporting. A few years ago, we started trying to make, uh, as our kids have grown and, and have left the house, okay, let's do trips on our terms. Let's do what we want to do. Let's see things in a different light for me, you know, and see what this great country has to offer. Well, you went back to the West Coast, but this time for yeah. your granddaughter. <laughs> yeah. So my my granddaughter, uh, my, my son Jake lives in the Lake Tahoe area. He and his wife Liz, uh, they had a baby two years ago. So that is always high on the list to go out and see uh, beautiful Violet, our, our two-year-old granddaughter. Aww. Oh my gosh, that's so yeah. precious. Yeah. Family is high on your list too, Jenny. You did a reunion this summer? I did. This is so I've always grown up going to a family reunion. That was all my family's been having them since 1976. Wow. So we've had them every other year my entire life, except for the last three years we took a break for COVID. So so you're back. We were back and it was truly a highlight because I got to go as a parent. I got to take my kids and it is about 200 of my closest cousins <laughs> and we all just loaded upon San Antonio, Texas and we had such an amazing time and lineage and generations. And it's all comes full circle. When I saw my kid with that little family reunion T-shirt, oh. it just was tears in my eyes. Cassie, you got to tell me about this red hot, fill it in for red hot summer budget. Sure. That- so, yeah, I, I dubbed the summer red hot budget summer. And so we okay. really tried to, well, both my kids are playing, two of my boys are playing Little League. And so we were doing a lot of Little League stuff, you know, around Warren Park and around Rogers Park and uh, Lincoln Square area. So we were doing that. But then we were also just looking for opportunities. What could we do that was Low cost, no cost. And so taking the kids to the beach, going on a bike ride. One of the summer camps was offering like a free pool night. And Mm -hmm. so we could go take over the pool with the other summer camp kids. And just looking for the opportunities that are actually almost literally in our backyards that didn't cost as much money. And then we did save up for just a few special weekends. My husband and I went to Pitchfork and sent the kids to Grandma. And we just went full out Pitchfork. And then we also took a trip down to the Gulf Coast. And so, you know, really trying to look for the special opportunities where we would spend and then use the rest of the time to try to have family time, but without breaking the bank. Of course you would have great tips on traveling on a budget. Now I'm like, why didn't I hit up Cassie earlier? (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't I call you two months ago? (laughs) If you're just tuning in, this is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We're talking about the best of summer with WBEZ editor Cassie Walker-Burke. Jenny LaFleur, a.k.a. Mama Fresh, is here with us. She's a parent blogger. And David Shaper, who's a longtime airline industry reporter. We also want to hear from you. Don't be shy. We want to hear about your summer, too. This is not just for us to gloat here, though that's fun. Uh, Tell us what happy summer memories you have at 866-915-WBEZ. Again, 866-915-WBEZ. Let's talk about neighborhood activities because trips are awesome, but there's also this joy of connecting, you know, within your neighborhood and communities. I know, Jenny, we've had you on the show plenty to talk about where do we go? What do we do? So what parades did you go to? So, what was it I was seeing on your Instagram? Right. So we one of the favorites. So Chicago fact is that the biggest Chicago's biggest Fourth of July parade is in Hyde Park, and it's the fourth on Fifty Third. Oh, and it is such 
shout out to all the baseball moms. So we marched with our with my son's baseball team. Okay. And we were actually in the parade. And our kids thought that was so much fun. So we walked around Hyde Park. People are so excited to see you. And then it ends with a festival. And so that was one of our highlights right at the top of the summer. And then, of course, you can't talk about parades in Chicago without Bud Billiken. Oh, yes. The Bud Billiken Parade, it is just blocks away from my house. And we look forward to it. Every year it's we so have our fun. we have our one spot, so all my friends that are on the floats know that's where we'll be. Oh, nice! And so that is just it is such a generational touch point for the summer, and this year was just amazing. Oh, that is awesome! You were on bringing up baseball. You were on the WBEZ uh, the softball team softball this summer, team. Yeah, yeah, David. Yeah. What was that yeah. like? Well, yeah. Despite all my travels, I made it to most of the games. We have really? a playoff game tonight. Uh, against the Chicago Tribune and Block Club Chicago. They're a combined team. You gotta win. So we gotta win. If we win, we would play Axios later tonight, which is a team of former WBEZ folks, but we won't get into that. But yeah, yeah. And, uh, I, and I'm also a big uh, Cubs fan. I've always, always gone to a lot of Cubs games this summer. But because of the travel schedule that we had, mm-hmm. I haven't gone to a game, but I'll go to my first game tomorrow night. So, Oh, super yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Are you excited? Uh, I am, yeah. I mean, they're actually in, a, in the playoff race. And, you know, I had a, a, a small season ticket package years ago, mm-hmm. but gave them up during the, uh, during the pandemic. So uh, it's been a while since be I've been different. back there. But, yeah, the last time I was at Wrigley Field was for Bruce Springsteen, which was uh, an amazing show. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah. Well, uh, let's hear here from WBEZ's Lisa Labas shares that the best thing her family did this summer was sending their high schooler to camp in Michigan, <laughs> <laughs> where they, they really learned a lot about themselves, including uh, that they can portage a whole canoe by themselves for the length of about one and a half football fields. Wow. The experience for them was worth every penny for Lisa, she says. Yeah. That's that awesome. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That is incredible. Uh, so, Cassie, you put together this summer guide. You saw some trends, particularly for uh, night out in the parks. What did you see? I did. So we did a summer guide this year, and it's still relevant. It it goes through next week. And actually coming up this weekend, there's a ton of stuff. So if you haven't checked it out, it's wbez.org slash summer. But we did across 250 activities. We saw, you know, a lot of series have really come back since the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the series that were kind of coming back smaller last year were were blown out. There were a lot of things. Night Out in the Parks is one of them. And so this was the 10th year of Night Out in the Parks. And there were some really great things that they have. They still have going on. In fact, this weekend, there's a silent movie festival in Indian Boundary Park Ooh. with Night Out in the Parks. You can find circus. You can find dance. You can find music. And so that was a really cool calendar to mine for that summer guide. But we also saw this really cool trend of seeing a lot more activities for families that have conservation at the heart of them. So mm. the Shed Aquarium was doing a kayak series that you could actually go and you could kayak with a guide, but you could also pick up trash or count turtles. And, you know, I think things like that that help us really connect to the world around us, help show kids and adults, you know, how do we protect this earth that we have? Um, I think that those things, we really saw a strong offering of those. And I'm excited to see next summer things like that grow. Yeah. Is that on your list for, for next summer, night out in the parks? So we did. So turtles toddlers and tunes is like my jam so when you were talking about it i'm like oh don't you get me started i love it it is something that is so fun and free for our 
families, everyone's on a budget. Some families' budgets are bigger than others, but we're all on a budget. And so it is a great way also to build so much community. Mm -hmm. Because if you're at the daycare or you're doing a pickup at camp, it's so much fun to say, let's just walk over. Or everyone just brings sandwiches afterwards and we're all going to hang out. So this was, and I agree, last year things were back with just a little touch but this year they were ready to go and we were excited to see them one of our producers loves the vocalo collab with night out in the parks right it creates this roller disco party Mm -hmm. on the um Mm -hmm. ice skating rink over at mckinley park and she what she says is that it's not only fun but it's, it's just great to have that kind of activity for all ages I completely agree. We yeah. did Sundays on State this year twice, and that's by Loop Chicago. They put do it that on. This year. It was so much fun because I agree with her. It is something that's like a mind trip of like we're just hanging out on State Street. Like there's Chicago Theater. This whole street <laughs> is shut down, and my kids dancing and doing bubbles. We're doing a roller derby in a park. Like this, <laughs> I love so, that. and I love the way that it allows you to rethink community spaces and how we use them. Did you do that? Uh, I did it last summer, uh, uh, Sundays on State. I I meant to write it down on my list. uh, I I love this notion, and I've actually reported on it in the past years, uh, especially since the pandemic, of basically communities reclaiming streets. Mm -hmm. Streets are not just for cars. And, And just saying... Let's make it a plaza. Let's make it a public space. Maybe it's just one day a week. Maybe it's maybe it's more permanent, like they're doing on some blocks yeah. downtown. Um, and and just let rest. I mean, it started as getting people out of the restaurants. Mm-hmm. They still wanted to go out, but they couldn't be in close quarters during the pandemic. So putting people in 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 the street on and tables there and dining out like that is 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 a great idea. And it just it, I I feel like people just want to connect and and, and yeah. they're able to connect in this new way that you know we haven't really thought of because we've always just thought oh we got to move cars faster and faster yeah and you, you know what it makes me think of too david there's a lot of pressure too when you think of summer big adventure we got to do something big but it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. something big it could be what we're talking about now often it could just be very low key it could be just time spent with your loved ones Sitting on a blanket in the park with with someone you love. I mean, did you find that that time with your wife this summer? Yeah, I mean, you know, we were able to connect and, and travel long distances. But right. one of the one of the things sitting we did in a last car together. Summer, <laughs> one of the things I'm, I'm going to let the big secret out of the bag. But I mean, um, I hope it's not too crowded if I say this. But uh, on Wednesday night we have a full moon. It's a super moon. It's a blue moon. It's the second full moon of the month. Right. And uh, watching the moon rise over Lake Michigan is spectacular. And so uh, if it's a clear night, mm. you know, I'm going to be down at the beach. My uh, girlfriends and I are going. We're doing a girl for a sister yeah. friend on circle Wednesday? meditation. Wednesday oh night. You have to wear something blue for the blue. You know, we love oh, the aesthetics yeah. Yeah. for the blue moon. <laughs> and so, yeah, my girlfriend decided to host it. We're taking. But it's like you said, it's seeking the value of just us coming together mm-hmm. in a very organic way. Yeah. There's also, um, I will say, and it's in the summer guide, but there is also a full moon jam on Wednesday. Is so there? just south of Foster Park at Foster Beach. And I learned this earlier, actually, this summer is that Chicago can lay claim to the longest running outdoor fire dancing party. And that is what the Chicago full what? moon jam wow. is. I have all of these random summer facts. <laughs> but um, and so you have trained fire performers, but also amateur fire performers who go through a certification process. And so you can go 
no fire here, you know, with my family, we stay, you know, but you can watch. And I think it's, it just sounds really cool. And again, a free event that you can celebrate the community mm. and taking back the night. You know, I think that's another thing. We're talking mm. about taking back streets, but we're also, I think, in some ways, taking back the night in a city that from, yes. you know, in many spaces is perceived as dangerous. And yeah. I think that that's actually a really This is the first time. I mean, this was my third Chicago summer, and I finally felt like I had quote summertime shy for the first time i was like it's here it's real they weren't lying to me for two and a half years uh let's jump to the phones because this is just too good of a conversation and mike from bowmanville wants to join us hey mike welcome to reset hey how you doing You're doing uh, well conversation. we had a well we've got four kids uh, in brooklyn new york two in chicago one in milwaukee and, and we have 10 grandkids and so we went up to the north woods of wisconsin and the um, the New Yorkers went through Mackinac, so on their drive up. So that was sort of cool. It added to their thing. And we didn't organize too much. Like we had tug of war and we had water balloons and we had picnic and we had um, hiking and fishing. But what the kids did the most of is just hang around in the water. I mean, they were like waterlogged by the end of the day. Oh, my goodness. And, I can uh, imagine. Yeah, I mean, and they all slept well. They, the older kids would stay up a little later. And, and more than anything, they got to know each other because oh. we were sort of spread out around the country. So Yeah, that sounds like a dream. Sounds like a dream, Mike. So Mike also had a family. So family reunions were the jam <laughs> this summer. They were back. I think they were back with a vengeance. I want to do a three-legged race. Yeah. When, he said, when they said tug of war, I was like, tug was like, my heart strings. I know, me too. I just pictured those 10 grandkids out there playing yeah. tug of war. I love it. Thank you for sharing that, Mike. Let's hear from Mo in Rogers Park. Hey, Mo. Oh, hi. It's interesting that you said that uh, Mike's experience sounded like a dream because the high point of my summer was an actual dream that I had. Oh, I'm a 91-year-old veteran, and I haven't been getting out uh, at all to uh, associate with other, uh, other people. So I had a dream in which I was meeting a lot of people, and they were telling me, about things in their lives. And when I woke up from that dream, I was very happy because I had had contact with other people. And now I'm going to go out and, uh, and oh. have more contact with people. Mo, I am so glad you called to share that. That was delightful. I'm, I'm glad you had that, that dream. So sweet. Yeah. so sweet. And now it's, he's inspired to go out and actually mm. mingle, right? Mm -hmm. That's great. Did anyone unplug this summer? I did a little bit. You know, we took, we did take our exception from Red Hot Budget Summer was we did take a family trip down to the Gulf Coast. And so I did, you know, we don't have great cell reception in places down there. And it was, I did all the stuff I needed to do to kind of close down work for the week. And yeah. so I did unplug and, you know, I really needed to because I realized how much, even with my kids, I'm, you know, looking at that iPhone, it's like a, you know, third appendage here. And so, you know, I think that was really important for mm -hmm. us. Yeah. Uh, did you unplug? I, I'm you looking know, at you with a side eye, Because I, I didn't. Yeah. But one thing I did do for myself is that we live in a city condo. We don't have a big backyard. or We have a parking lot. Or we don't have a big patio. But we have a Chicago back porch, just like you see all across the city. And so what I did do is I bought myself a little couch and a little rug and mm. a plant and a table. And we call it the nook. 
And I go out there and read. I play music. Oh, my good. kids play. And it's just this one little corner on our little city back porch. Yeah. But it's really so now we're like, now we have to make the nook for fall. Right. Are we going to put out mums? Are we going to get blankets? Yeah, it's like a big thing now. Yeah. Though. And David, now okay. you, you don't have to answer those work emails. Right, right. So it was, it was actually fabulous. I mean, we went to uh, on the Pacific Coast and, and also in the Lake Tahoe area of California. It was just spectacularly beautiful. And it was great that a lot of these hikes that we took into the mountains were out of cell phone range. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't even be connected if we wanted to for, for you know, hours at a time and Sounds sometimes like days at a time. It was, it was yeah. great. Yeah, it was really Let's take a pause. That's David Shaper, longtime airline industry reporter, Cassie Walker-Burke, WBEZ editor, and Jenny LaFleur, a.k.a. Mama Fresh. They're going to stick around. We'll continue this wonderful conversation about summer highlights, and we'll talk about concerts. And we're back now with more Reset. I'm your host, Sasha Ann Simons. We're talking about the best of summer and savoring it before it ends. And we're getting highlights from a wonderful panel. Jenny LaFleur, a.k.a. Mama Fresh, parent blogger. Cassie Walker-Burke, WBEZ editor whose team put together the WBEZ Summer Guide. It's been bringing you fun things to do all summer. I know it's been doing that for me. And David Shapers here, longtime reporter and correspondent for NPR. We still want to hear from you. What were some of the best parts of your summer? Whether it's big or small, please call us. We want to hear about it at 866-915-WBEZ. Again, the number is 866-915-WBEZ. I got to share this from producer Micah Yason. This is her favorite summer concert highlight. She says, I'm a big concert goer. One of my highlights is going to two concerts one day after the other. I got to see one of my favorite K-pop girl groups twice at the United Center. And then the next day drove to Wisconsin to see Odessa at Summerfest. Heck yeah, she says. (laughs) And uh, Landon Jones says, I went to the Beyonce concert. At Soldier Field, and I saw the Mugler B outfit in person. Breathtaking. Who knew Antenna could be so sexy? But my highlight was starting a new job. So let's dig into some concerts, mm-hmm. shall we? So classic way to spend the summer. Jenny, I'm looking at you because like Landon, yes, you saw Beyonce. The queen. When she came to town, yes. I did not have tickets originally because I'm going full transparency. I am going to see her again in New Orleans. Okay. So I had those tickets on lock. And that was a treat to myself. But I woke up that morning and she was in the city. I could just feel the presence and I had to be there. <laughs> so calls were made. We were frantically calls searching. Calls were made. And we figured it out. And it was, I was drenched in the rain. I looked like wet aluminum foil. Were you day two? I was day one. Oh, day one got the and rain. We, and we got the rain and it was completely worth it. There's something about seeing one of your favorite, your favorite mm-hmm. artists in a open setting and then turn it around and seeing the skyline of Chicago it is breathtaking every time it doesn't get old to me I have the exact same story I felt the same way about Beyonce except I was looking at a different skyline I saw her in Toronto a couple weeks before because I knew I would be at a wedding when she was in Chicago and it was phenomenal and I've been to every Beyonce show but she just managed to manages to bring it up and up and up with every tour this one knocks it out. I don't know what she can do after this, after the Renaissance. No, I am already it, ready it for it. felt like a finale or maybe like later on she'll go to Vegas or something. I don't know. And, and do like a residency there. But All right. Let's split a flight to Vegas. Then let's let's that's do it. We'll do. That's, that's kind of what I was hoping you'd say. Yeah. All right. You, you, you picked up what I was putting yes. down. Uh, so, David. Yeah. Time for you to talk about Bruce Springsteen because I know. How much that, time do we have? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, he as was, much time as you need. He was phenomenal. So it's actually the second time I've seen him on this tour because okay. the, uh, the 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 second part of the U.S. leg of the tour uh, tickets it wasn't announced until after the first leg had started. So I didn't think he was going to play Chicago, or if he would, it would be later in the year. So I got tickets in St. Paul, Minnesota, in the middle of winter uh, to go with my sister and brother-in-law up there. And uh, uh, then, yeah, uh, it, when the tickets went on sale, I was online. I was actually still working at the time, oh. so I was like trying to work and trying to refresh my screen and buy. <laughs> oh, we've tickets. all been there, David. It's Don't worry. Crazy, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like doing interviews open. in between, and you know, <laughs> got the tab uh, open. Uh, I'm like, uh, the CEO of United Airlines can can wait. I'm, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get. Tickets to the box. It was a phenomenal show. Phenomenal show. He yeah. does it all the time. I've seen him probably ten or twelve times, and and just the energy and and just the the, the, the musicianship is just phenomenal. Everything about it was electric. And he's seventy three years old, yeah. and I'm just like, oh my god, three hours straight, still rocking, not a stop. It Jeez. was it was just out, outstanding. Something special about seeing yeah. an artist that you absolutely adore yeah. up there doing their thing. And it's something about being in a space, and I go back to thinking about that community being back together. We're yes. all singing the same song. We're all doing the same one. That just, it just warms my heart. And Cassie, you went to music festivals, also featured in that wonderful summer guide of yours. Notably, though, you, you went to Reset. I did. I did go to Reset. So this was the first time, this was a new festival, and it was in Reese Park this year. Um, and that's kind of a west uh Belmont Crayonish. Oh, okay. um, and so I was there to see Boy Genius, which I will bring the indie rock here. You know, this yes. is a super group. This is Phoebe Bridgers, uh, Julian Baker, and Lucy Dacus. They're super group. It was really the only chance to see them in the Midwest. And so I got my concert going friend. My husband is a gem and he stayed home with the kids. And so we went and, you know, we were considerably older than, <laughs> than a lot of the crowd, <laughs> which I'm finding is sometimes now the case. But we did. We had a great time. It was a great show. It, it it was a baby festival, and I do think it's this interesting trend of you have festivals kind of sprouting up all over in the Chicago mm-hmm. parks, and sometimes it feels like they're not quite prepped. Like there was no water. There was oh. it literally you had to buy water for four bucks. There was no you couldn't refill your water bottle anywhere, and kids were just like going down. Um, oh no! And so That's no good. No, so it was sort of it. that was interesting. But Boy Genius was amazing. I bet. Well, hubby stayed home so that you could go see Boy Genius, but you did mention earlier. You went to and Pitchfork then, yes, So then with we him. did, yes. So this was a big thing. So this, instead of going somewhere, the two of us, um, our sort of late anniversary present to ourselves was to go to Pitchfork for the weekend. And we did. We went We went to all of the days, all the nights. Um, there was, you know, some weather issues there. Yeah. <laughs> um, they cleared out the festival. It also got some rain. It did. And so we just found a brewery nearby and waited it out and then went back. But we had a great time. And, you know, there's just something to be said for when you have small children or children of any age or just whatever – you know, just spending a little bit of time doing something fun yeah. and not having to feel like you have to get back, relieve the babysitter. You know, we even boarded the dog. I mean, really? we really, yeah, we went. You for, went all out. We you wanted the experience. It. We did. We wanted the experience, and one of the, and you deserve it, Cassie. Yeah, hey, you know, I think so. <laughs> but you know, one of the great things that we like to do is just go and listen to bands that we've never heard of and or that we maybe have heard a song or two and just try to discover something new so that's the thing one of the things i love about pitchfork is that commitment to showcasing chicago talent right our our engineer ethan he got a chance to go to pitchfork at the time he interviewed several of the performers and lots of folks who were there let's listen to alex who came to see the chicago band deeper i'm a local chicagoan and i've been following them since their first single 
very excited to finally see them live. I, I love. It feels like a little post punkier vibe that they're uh, they're going for these days. I'm a big fan of the uh, the the dancier elements of uh, of. So it kind of feels like almost like dance rock now, and I'm curious how much in that direction they're going to go. Here's the band reacting to the energy of fans after their set. Our best shows are when we're getting reaction from the crowd. It just like feels way better than when people are just kind of staring at you still. And I feel like our music is like we want it to be like something you can move to and like dance to. It's kind of like the point. I feel like it's just fun. it's supposed to be fun. So uh, yeah, when people react to us, uh, we definitely go a lot harder. We were structuring the set for today. We're trying to take into account like. People are going to be walking in because it's the opening of the day, but then also wanting to kind of like build towards an energy that like people could get excited about. So it felt good to structure a set in a way that like got people excited and gave us energy to feed off of. David, you were dancing to Bruce Springsteen, weren't Mm. you? A little bit, yeah. (laughs) As much as I can. I brought my daughter. It was the first time she had seen him. Uh, And so I I brought my son, you know, probably 10 or 12 years ago on a tour. Um, So it was just really fun. And that that electric energy, what the band was talking about, how it really, you you think you go to a concert, you sit and you listen. You don't. It's an interactive experience. And it's just, it, 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 the concert doesn't work without the band, without the, without the the, the crowd and moving with the music. Absolutely. It's an electric feel. I didn't sit down once for Beyonce's two and a half hours. Not at all. At one point, I was so out of control, I turned my <laughs> back to the stage because I was dancing so hard that I, I did some move, and I was like, what do I think I want? I like, like, you do not have to earn your ticket. You're already here to watch. And so I think also... I've been watching the shows on social media. There have been these fun challenges. There are all of these like little pockets and Easter eggs with her tour. And so it was so much fun. Did we get the mute challenge? Did you have a fan? All of these right. fun things we are all Were ready you wearing for. your best silver? <laughs> but, you know, this happens with just the, the street festivals and the back backyard you know, yeah, performances and things like that. I went to Delmark Records, had a, had a little blues and jazz fest um, uh, or a celebration, I guess, of their uh, 85th anniversary okay. over the weekend. And it was at the uh, Burning Bush Brewery, and they have a great big uh, uh, open area right mm-hmm. up along the Chicago River. And, and you know, this blues singer who had to be in his 70s gets off stage and just walks through the crowd singing his song, and, and everybody was just eating it up and just, oh, you know, I love that so much. communing. If, if you, mm-hmm. if, well, let's get back to the phones because Michelle is calling us from Skokie. And, and, and Michelle... I want you to tell us about your summer because I hear it's a good summer for butterflies. So I've been working on my pollinator garden and I have native plants and butterfly bushes, which are not native. And I have had monarchs. I've had black swallowtails, yellow swallowtails. I've had red admirals. I've had American ladies and all kinds of bees, bumblebees, just Every kind of bee you could imagine. It's oh, wonderful. beautiful. So good. Thank you for calling wow. to share that. That's awesome. And um, I have also gone, again, Red Hot Budget Summer. You know, we, <laughs> this was also Red Hot Dog Summer, so we got a dog. And so we had to also think about things we could do with the dog. And so one of the things we could do was garden and sit in the backyard. And so I went, you know, full into the vegetable gardening mm. this summer. I tried. It didn't yeah. work. But I'm going to try again. I have tips if you I have like not them. given up. Thank you, Cassie. I appreciate you. Let's hear from Susan. Susan also did some gardening. She's calling from Sugar Grove. Welcome to Reset. Hi. I want to tell you about my forgiveness garden that I made 
uh, in the back of my house that I bought a year and a half ago. And um, I I had a brother who was kind of on my case for about 40 years. And before he passed away, he said, I was way too judgmental of you. So I built this forgiveness garden for anyone who needs to forgive somebody. And they can come and sit. I have a bench with an octopus on the back. And then I have a 600-pound rock, a a milky quartz uh, rock also. It's just a beautiful space, and I'm preparing my house for a 70th birthday. Oh, my goodness. And ladies, 70 is the new 60. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Susan. What a wonderful idea. You had several people in the studio writing down Forgiveness Garden, Susan, because you you just started something. That's so wonderful. Uh, before we go, folks, I mean, should we talk about the kids? We kept them entertained this summer, yes. Jenny. I know you They're kept yours engaged. Yes, <laughs> everyone. We're all winners me, over here. Give me a quick overview on what they enjoyed. You know what? I think that what was what, their highlight. The highlight, I would say, my son's highlight was attending Chicago Park District Camp. He had, it was the first, I am one of those moms that before I had him in a camp, it was a rocket camp, I don't know, a STEM, some type of (laughs) camp that was working my baby to the bone. But this summer, he went to old-fashioned Chicago Park District, and it was truly a highlight. He got to hang out with his cousin. He got to make goofy songs. There was a talent show at the end, and that truly was the highlight of his summer. Is your granddaughter doing anything? You know, she loves the the playground, the parks, and and just climbing everything. She is such a climber. <laughs> She's at that it's stage. So, yeah, just that, mm-hmm. you know, two-year-old energy is just really, really amazing. And, yeah, yeah we took her, you know, getting ice cream cones, oh, just all that little stuff. It's, it's Those so precious fun. moments you'll never forget. Yeah. You'll never forget. Mm-hmm. Uh, 30 seconds, Cassie. Why don't you give us a, because there's a lot of upcoming events this weekend, right? Give us This weekend's huge. Some you, Our, that you are on got, your radar. Yeah, you can just do pretty much anything you want this weekend, but there's Chicago Jazz Fest. And so this is amazing. There's a great lineup. Ron Carter, Makaya McCraven. Um, they're going to be headlining. There's some, So you have up-and-comers. You have veterans. This is also the African Festival of the Arts weekend, mm. which is an awesome festival, especially yes. for food, if you're looking for great food. It's the ARC Music Festival, mm-hmm. which is dance, you know, just more dance music. But that's a Fat Boy Slim is going to be playing at that. So, hey, throwback for you. Um, and then, the, you know, I mentioned the silent movie series and in Indian Boundary. That's just a beautiful park in a quiet place, and it's going to be a silent movie festival. Yeah. So I think that's actually a lovely free option. We're going to have a lot of things to do. It's Cassie Walker-Burke, WBEZ editor, Jenny LaFleur, a.k.a. Mama Fresh, a parent blogger, and David Shaper, longtime airline industry reporter. Thank you all so much. This was fun. Thank you so Thank much. You. I enjoyed it. Thank you.